Hi, welcome, welcome to Mother Industrialist Live Show where we talk about entrepreneurship, parenting, and life. And I'm the host, Kenneth, and today is episode 9. So I'm so blessed and truly blessed uh, after a whole week of um, school holiday, September school holiday. I'm now with this awesome lady, and I'm so sorry for those uh, who wanted to come in live for uh, last week because my daughter was down with an infection on her hand, bitten by an um, insect, but she, now she's totally fine. And uh, all thanks to um, this uh, to this guest, and she's so understanding, and um, she she uh, make time for today to come uh, come on live with me today and she's a mother of two children she's also the number one best selling author of the road to success and she's the founder of positive education she, she's also a speaker she has more than 10 years of experience working with school leaders senior managers and businesses she's also the first singaporean to receive the prestigious master in applied positive psychology degree from the University of Pennsylvania. So, um, without further ado, let's welcome Sha'en. Hi, hey. Sha'en. Hi, Kenneth. Hi. Thanks for having me today. No problem, no problem. So, Sha'en, um, there's, there's, a, there's a culture, uh, there's a tradition um, in my Mother Industrial Life show where uh, all the guests get to answer this question of the day, which is being posted by the previous guests before we kickstart the show. So, are you ready for the question of the day? Yes, bring it yeah. on. <laughs> okay. So, the question of the day from the previous guest is, where and when do you find the harder to say no in your business or in your life? So, I'll repeat again. Mm. Where and when do you find the mm. hardest to say no in your business or in your life? So give mm. some time to think about it while I go on live to see uh, if we are connected successfully and whether yeah. the sounds are, are, are really good. So give me a while. I'll come back to you. Have some time to think about uh, the answer for the question of the day. Okay? Cool. Sounds good. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. Okay, let's hear the sound. In your business or in your life. Okay, let's hear your part. Okay, I see people coming in. Hi, hello. <laughs> it's cool. People coming on live. Okay, I stand. I can hear myself. Sean, maybe you can you can say something and I'll just check it on, on the live. Hi, on. everybody. <laughs> <laughs> okay, because there's some lag, so I'm going to wait for a while. Okay, your, you, your sound is there. Okay, so Sean, are you ready for your answer to the question of the day? <laughs> yes, I am ready. <laughs> Yeah, so I think, you know, when I find it difficult, so I'll answer the, the, the life part first. I think sometimes it's difficult to say mm. no to people who mean a lot to you. Yeah. And they have requests that they ask you, especially family members. Yeah. And sometimes, you you know, when you, when you say no, you feel like you're letting them down mm. or, you know, saying no means that they don't get to do what they need to do. And sometimes um, if they really need your help and you're very busy, you Mm. You want to say yes or no? I mean, sometimes it's so hard to decide, right? Yes. So I think for me, 
saying no to family is one of the most difficult things. Mm. Um, in business, I think saying no to meeting interesting people. I, I find that I love meeting people. And even though the, you know, sometimes people will link me up with, with mm. somebody and like, to me that the link is not immediately clear whether this is going to 100% benefit my business, but yeah. I'm always very intrigued by what people are doing in their lives. Mm. And so if I were to say no to, to meeting a new person, I find that really hard because then <laughs> I don't get to, to get to know them better. And, and, you know, who knows what potential could come out of, of, of a meeting like that. Yes. So, yes. yeah, I mean. <laughs> that's a, that's that, a very good answer, uh, especially. And because um, this question was been, been posted by the previous guest because she was saying that, um, because of her saying no, not not just basically in a more tactful way saying no to, mm. to some um businesses because there were some businesses that was taking a lot of her time and mm. she's like she's all over the place and she's losing time with with her family members and um and she she's more um focused in choosing uh, uh jobs because she was she's a photographer so mm. she chose a certain area because there's a lot of people asking her to do uh various like event shoot uh family shoot videos and a lot of stuff so she's she's overwhelmed mm. and why did she say to say no uh that that will help her in her business because there was some request that is oh let's let's do a collaboration and and she felt it hard to say no Mm. Because with collaboration, you do not have anything in returns, and she also thought about um how to monetize your time because everybody's time is worth a certain amount. So did she did taught uh teach teach us on on the previous show and uh, mm. tell us how to say no to things that you that does not really benefit or maybe uh, taking too much of your time. And I really mm. like it uh when you say mm. that sometimes it's hard to say no to your family members, which like for <laughs> me even the same. So yeah. um there are sometimes that we need to think about the, the things that we say no it's not that totally no but maybe mm. um, prioritize um, the, the stuff so Sharon we can now yes. kick start the show so, yay <laughs> okay let's see that. I see some people uh, some people coming in hi hello let us know where you're from drop your comments below and let uh, let us know uh, what do you want to know more from uh, Sharon and also uh, in fact uh, how I know Sharon is through one of the mom criminal which is Adeline and Adeline was really nice and connected both of us together uh, mm. because uh, Adeline, in fact, appeared in uh, episode two of my show. And mm. uh, she's really excited um, that, that she also uh, uh, referred uh, Sharon to me. And what, when, I, when I get to know Sharon, I was like, there's a lot of uh, mutual, mutual friends that we have. Like uh, mm. Haas was one of the students also yeah. on positive education and maybe Shan, uh, before we start uh, maybe especially for the guests or for those who are watching the replay uh, maybe you can do a short introduce, uh, introduction about yourself and mm -hmm. also prior to you starting your own business in positive education what were mm. you doing back then yeah sure so um hi everybody i'm shan i have two beautiful girls um my eldest is eight years old so she's in primary two and then my younger one is three years old and i think prior to starting my own business i was actually a school teacher mm. so yeah i worked as a school teacher for three years and then i went to ministry of education headquarters for another three years and i think it was you know that was the time before I wasn't even thinking of starting a business at the time. I was in education. I was passionate about education and love working with the children. Um, and when I went into MOE, I was uh, dealing with policy matters and social emotional learning, which is really based off my interest in, in psychology. Yeah, and, and that was the time when I stumbled upon, you know, positive mm. psychology and this whole field. Mm. 
So yeah. so that's that is how you were you were teaching back then for three years and and that's where you chance upon positive psychology. Yes, yes. So as as a teacher, I think you you want the best for the children, right? And mm. so when you, when I'm working with the children, sometimes I get this feeling that they know how to study, mm. but then how about you know dealing with challenges that are non academic? Mm. How do they handle bullying? How yeah. do they handle it when a friend uh takes something from them and they can't or, or negotiate a conflict or mm. even with family members who are difficult at home? So I find that you know at the time I, I didn't know as a teacher I wasn't equi- I did not feel equipped. Mm-hmm. to be able to impart skills like that to the kids. And mm-hmm. so I started searching for solutions. So that yeah. was how long ago? Wow, me? that was 2002. So, I mean, a good 15 years wow, ago. Wow, 15 years. Wow. Yeah. So back then, um, because um, previously when we got connected, you were saying that because positive psychology was not really um, common in, in Asia countries, Southeast Asia countries. So, yes. um, you, because um, you were the first person uh, who graduated from uh, positive psychology mm-hmm. so why I'm just curious how because out of so many courses I believe that as a teacher you went for a lot of courses a lot of uh, you may know a lot of other um, degree that's available and why yes. is, why is the, the reason that you pursue this um, degree in, in the in master in uh, positive psychology back then yeah, like 15 years a- ago <laughs> I think it was really inspired by, you know, some of my own personal experiences. You know, as I was going through secondary school, I was bullied. Mm. Um, and then I encountered like a lot of challenges when I was studying overseas in London. Mm. Um, and, you know, when I was doing my degree in London, I was studying psychology. But at the time, mm. I was already dis- quite disturbed. Why is it psychology seems so negative? Mm. Like we're always trying to fix problems. And, you know, every time someone talks about psychology, it's always something to do with mental health or yeah. someone sitting on a couch getting therapy. Yes. And I used to think, hey, but I've met so many interesting and inspiring people and mm. how do they lead their lives? Mm. You know, and then when I became a teacher, I, I, as I mentioned earlier, you know, I think there was one particular student who was so brilliant at his work. He was a very disciplined student. Mm. He was very enthusiastic in class. And you would be like the bad, the kind of student every teacher wants to have. You know, you ask wow. questions, always they can come up yeah, right? yeah, the model student. But there was one particular day when I, I gave back his maths test paper result. He was only primary four, so 10 mm. years old. And uh, he got 95 upon 100, which is like most parents would be like, woohoo, you know, bring out the champagne and whatnot. <laughs> yes. Um, but he started crying, you know. Mm. And so I said, you know, what's wrong? Should I, you, are those tears of joy? And he was like, no, um, every month I do not get a hundred. I get five strokes of the cane. My wow. dad's going to kill me. Wow. Um, yeah. And I think, you know, as I wasn't even a parent then, but as a teacher, you feel like this child is like the best student you have. Mm. And if he cannot take, cannot getting five marks in a positive way mm. because of, you know, it, you know, how do you handle that? You know, yeah. Yeah, so that was really the time when I started going into deeper into psychology and thinking, what are the answers that psychology can give me? Mm-mm. And that's when I came across Martin Seligman, mm. who is the founder of the field of positive psychology. And yeah, he had written a book called Learned Optimism. Wow, wow. Yeah. So because like, you, like, like when you share, um, because there's a stereotyping of people thinking of like, like like uh, when you study psychology, it's always there's always a problem, and yeah. that's where psychologists come in and they they observe and they they do therapy on 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 the the patients. And what mm. what what is the difference um 
in positive psychology because there's still psychologists inside yes. and what is the difference between uh, positive psychology and also psychology in general yes, or is a case. part of it Mm, well, so psychology in general, right, um, is is meant to understand human behavior and how mm. the you know the mind controls the way we think and then the, mm. end up with behavior. Mm. So in, in traditional psychology, as mentioned, the focus is on fixing a problem. Mm. So uh, in and and if you think about it on a scale, yeah, this is an analogy that I like to use. Mm. Um, on a scale of minus ten mm. to ten. So minus 10 may be somebody who may be suffering from mental health concern, mm. uh, doesn't like himself, looks around the world and think the world is very black and dark, mm-hmm. you know, and it's really struggling. The word we will use is like struggling to stay mm. afloat even. Mm. And then on the other end of the scale is a plus 10, which is this person who like jumps up from bed and say, no, I can't wait to live my life. I have mm. such a fantastic family members goes to work and he finds purpose in his work mm. and everybody thinks of him as a, as a great asset to wherever he goes right mm. he or she goes yeah and then there's the zero mm. which is the zero meaning that you are neither plus 10 which is like flourishing yeah. neither are you super struggling mm. you're kind of just floating somewhere there yeah and and traditional psychology typically brings people from minus 10 mm. to zero which wow. means we want to take away your pain. Mm. We want to reduce your suffering. So we help you to fix your problem. Mm. But then what happens when the person comes to zero? Is that the end? Of course, <laughs> you know, that is not, you know, they, from zero, then they need to go to flourishing. But that is a totally different skill set required mm. for a person to flourish as it is to reduce their pain. Wow. So yeah, positive psychology really helps you know, actually everybody. Right? Mm. In fact, 90 over percent of the world is probably at this plus minus one or two from zero. Correct, correct. Yeah. So, yeah, it's how do you help people to build that foundation so that they can flourish? Wow, wow. So, so now yeah. I have a great insight of positive psychology, and yeah. um, because that and that and that's how I'm I'm got interested and um when you share more about positive education because the how you think and how you act on on it also and um I guess one one of the biggest question is because you were a teacher mm. and you were teaching. And that is something that uh, most parents or most uh, people will, will feel that, oh, teaching is a good career, uh, it's, a, a, uh, it's a very stable job, and it's very fulfilling. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm just curious, why? Um, so because now you have your own business. In fact, you left teaching and you pursue uh, positive education, where uh, you are founder of positive education. And you mm-hmm. also wrote a book, um, and you're a speaker and a coach. So... Why, why did you um, leave teaching and move on mm. to something that is um, considered risky for a lot of people to start their own business or even start to pursue something that's so new? I believe that because you were the, the first person in, uh, as a first Singaporean graduate from, from the course mm. and, and isn't that a fear of you jumping into something that is so new in, in the industry, especially in the Southeast Asia? Uh, what what makes you move? Maybe you can share more with us. Oh wow! I think <laughs> you know one of the key reasons I I left the teaching service was mm. not that I did not believe in education anymore. Mm. I think it was number one. I I had my daughter. Mm. Um, right, and so yeah. I think as as a parent, I mm. also struggled in the first few months of parenting. Was you know I cannot look like this right I was just so stressed and I had no answers and mm. I, I, I didn't want to you know raise you know I came from my, my parents used to, to fight a lot so I mm. had a very um, how do you say 
I wouldn't say that it's the worst environment ever, but it was just kind of not so peaceful. Mm. And so I asked myself, you know, how am I going to raise my child in a happy environment if mm. I don't have the skills? So it was the same problem as in teaching. I don't have the skills. I don't mm. have the knowledge. Okay. And so if you look at your life, in the life mm. in front of you, yes. and you think, how can I give my best to this life that I have decided mm. to bring to the world? Yes. Um, that was when I really, really said, you know, I have to do something. And if I already knew about the field of positive psychology mm. and I don't have the knowledge then why not go and learn more why not go and study more yeah. and so when I found out there was a master's program I knew mm. that you know I had to go and do it mm. uh, I had to go and you know learn from the people who pioneered the yes. field and learn from all the best minds in the world mm. so that I can apply it not only you know to my family but mm. that was when I started thinking hey you know what if I went back to schools yes. you know <laughs> oh yeah and, and after that one year in, in Philadelphia it really changed the way I looked at education mm. I, I finally understood a lot of the things why my kids were misbehaving in school mm. you know why the students were misbehaving oh it's because of this this theory this mm. theory this theory and all wow. I needed to do was if I could apply it in a different way then Number one, they would be so much more enriched. Number two, mm. personally as a teacher, I would have more balance. I would be able to be, be a happier teacher, mm. right? And so <laughs> I think having that mission plus my own personal, mm. uh, you know, desire to be a great parent. Mm. Yeah, I, there was no reason why I couldn't make the jump. You know, it was just, I felt so driven. Mm. I still am, you know, by this purpose. Wow, wow. Yeah. I, 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 now I can feel... Why is it? Uh, because as a mother, in fact, motherhood uh, make uh, make you make that decision because um, mm. you see um, you see what happened in the past, and you are curious about finding the solution to mm. the to the problem or, or back then, and you want mm. to wanted to be a better parent, and because you chance upon um, you, you came across positive psychology, and you felt that it gave you the answers to all the questions that you have in. Like you, you, you just mentioned that why is our uh, why is your uh, your daughters are not uh, behaving themselves are not performing mm. themselves and it's because of whatever that you learn and you you were saying that you flew all the way to to you U.S. to to study right yes and back then your your daughter was with you yes she was only <laughs> ten months old wow. so yeah it was a massive decision to mm. uproot the entire family. Yeah. Um, but I knew that it was it was my it was the time. Mm. You know, there would be no better time. If we wait till my kid is now primary two, then you know, disruption in school schedules and yes. and now I have a second one. So one wow. <laughs> one is already a feed thing of two. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and it seems like it's it's a it's the best timing because uh you just step into motherhood and mm. the desire to spend more time and to be a better parent and also to be a better teacher. Because you were saying that uh, you you were finding solution on how to be a better teachers to to help you uh help especially your students yes. and because of positive psychology it does not only help them it also help you as a teacher because every day uh, as we know teachers face a lot of challenges from not just yes. the student from the from the uh department heads and also yes. from uh even from uh the the other teachers other challenges. Or yes. even parents of students, so there's a lot of challenges, uh, a lot of um, energy being being taken away, and that's where mm. uh, you found that positive psychology does help you in your job, um, as a teacher, uh, as a parent, and mm. also as a as an educator towards uh, other other parents' uh, children. 
because yes. uh, as a role of teacher, which you you have the skill now. And what was it like when you uh, when you started uh, this positive education? How was it like back then? <laughs> I think back then I I didn't know anything about business. You know, mm. nobody in my family runs a business. Mm. Um, and so of course when I when we decided to when I decided to take the leap, obviously we you know as a as a family we had to talk it through. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I said you know I'll give myself a timeline of a mm. year mm. to to make this work. And my goal was to pay off my tuition fees. Mm. Because you know it cost me a lot of money yes. to go and study in Japan, right? So <laughs> yeah, I said, right. well, if if I can make back the amount of money I spent on my degree within mm. one year, yeah. then I would, I think, I can make it, lah. Mm. Now, how I'm gonna do that, I don't know, but I just knew that. You have the positive love, mindset. <laughs> yeah, I, I I knew I love what I was doing. I knew that in Singapore we had a need mm. that yes. we needed to be filled, yes. yeah. and all the experimentation that I had mm. done as a teacher with so little knowledge. Mm. You know, tapping into the strengths of the child, mm. just sort of giving a little bit more encouragement than you would normally. Already made so much shift in the students I was teaching, so I knew that mm. it would work. Yeah. Now the question was that like, would people be convinced, and mm. would people see the same thing that I was seeing? Yes, yes. Yes, and and so yeah, I just I just you know went out there and like you know do you want to listen to me for half an mm. hour? Do you want to have a free talk? Um, <laughs> you know, and, and I took on anything and everything that would fit into this mm. umbrella, even if it wasn't in education. So like mm. working with businesses and organizations. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah, just so that I wanted to prove to myself that positive psychology, mm. there is a market here yes. in Singapore. Yes. And if I just went out there and said yes to everything mm. that, you know, something good would happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True, true. In fact, mm-hmm. um, you have, how long have you been doing your business? About 10 years? Uh, um, no, actually about... Of... Yeah, so I came back 2011, so mm. now it's 2017, so about coming to 7 years. 7 now. years, wow. Mm. So it, it shows that because now you're still still actively um, doing it, I, I believe that there's even more demand now because for you, uh, you've also been featured in our local media and mm. a lot of... Um, there's a lot of publicity and interview uh, in radio station also. And yes. and just now you, you mentioned something that um you were sharing and you were promoting and you were trying to like even to give a free talk. Um was it after you came back, after you graduated, when you came back, do you continue to back to um to teaching or you move straight into um like like promoting or even starting your the business? Uh yeah, so I think after the the year in Philadelphia, mm. uh, it was quite interesting because uh, my husband had to come back to Singapore to work, and mm-hmm. I still had about half a year of my my course to finish. Mm. Yep. And so I had to fly up to the states once a month, uh, wow. to finish up my classes over five months. So five trips wow. in five months. <laughs> yeah, and then you you know as a person who is not earning income at the time, mm. you think of all the expenses, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah, so I said, I would just do whatever it takes. So I went to teach at the School of Positive Psychology. Mm. Yeah, I didn't go back into mainstream school mm. because by then I had already tendered my resignation. Ah, okay. Yeah, so I just, you know, talked to friends who were mm. in schools who were currently mm. HODs or vice principals. Um, yeah, and then just, you know, talk to other friends. Hey, mm. you have, do you think that there'll be a use for this? And mm. so and so forth, <laughs> like, you know. Yeah, so that was that was the first year. Mm. Um, yeah, just really trying to hit that goal of you know, one year mm. prove to myself. <laughs> <laughs> so your one year started um even way before you graduate. 
Yes, yeah. I gave myself the target like, mm. you know, start in January. Mm. Officially, when I really went full on into it was after I had submitted my thesis, which was in June mm. of that year. Yeah, but in the first six months, I think it was kind of networking. Mm. Yeah, talking to people. Yeah, doing a little bit of teaching here mm. and there, you know, so that I could keep people interested in what mm. I was doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you, you, were, you were kind of like getting the traction getting uh, the awareness and also mm. to understand from because you are in education uh, you will know um, a lot of your ex-colleagues or even um, uh, other teachers from uh, other HOD from other schools that whether are they interested in this positive education and also yes. positive psychology and that's where you started and how 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 was it this it, it, it must have took off and um, how was it like because uh, as a as a pioneer Mm-hmm. As someone who is bringing this positive education into Singapore, uh, how was it like? Especially, um, you have been doing it for the past seven years. Mm-hmm. How has it? How has it? Um, um, how has the awareness uh, become? I think when I first started, um, many people did not understand mm. or or know what positive education or even positive psychology. Mm. They just heard the term. They understand psychology. They understand mm. positive. But yes. how these two go together. together, you know, the most immediate question people would ask is like, is there a negative psychology? <laughs> right? Uh, so I had to I had to dispel a lot of myths mm. around yes. that. Um, yeah, I had to dispel a lot of myths. And then, uh, yeah, what was your question? Sorry, I got lost in the... No, um, what I mean is like from, from the start, because you are the pioneer, you are in yeah, the yeah, first yeah. person to bring it in Singapore, in Southeast Asia. How mm. how is it like uh, to now? That means, um, yeah. how is the awareness? How is, the, uh, how, how is people taking this in? How, how are the schools uh, receiving this in particular? Yeah. Okay, thank, thanks, Kenneth. No Sometimes problem. get carried away, get very yeah, excited. No you know? <laughs> yeah, so I think at that time, maybe people were not so aware. So there was a lot of education required mm-hmm. just to let people know, you know, mm-hmm. this is what it is. This is what people normally understand as psychology. This is what positive psychology mm-hmm. is. And I had to paint a picture of the outcome, mm-hmm. right? For schools, they say, so what? how is this going to benefit my students? Mm-hmm. Yes. So I spent a lot of time in that part of the education. Mm-hmm. And then with businesses, you know, you know, your team can work so much better together. You would increase productivity mm. right you would have yes. less mc because people yeah. are happier yes. you know all those things mm. so i had to spend a lot of time nurturing that part yes. uh, without seeing any return in the first year sometimes because people just needed time to really get into it and understand it yes and then i find that over the last uh seven years especially in the recent three years mm. um there's been definitely much more awareness first mm. of all i think health promotion board does a lot more work in the space of mental mm. health and positive yes. psychology yes. and then schools also moe is taking a, a bit more serious look mm. at you know how can we teach children the skills for well-being mm. and not just you know just study so a more holistic form of education yes. Yes. and then i think parents are also becoming more and more aware mm. that you know if we do not uh, give our children this foundation, then the world of the future is what people would call the VUCA world, right? <laughs> it's vulnerable, it's uncertain, yes. and you know, who knows whether we'll have jobs. So how do we then equip our children with this skill? So I think in the last three years, because of the shifts in the, in the world scene, mm. and I think more interest in mental health concerns, um, and realizing that the academics can only lead our children to to just one one limited scope of how they will be yes. there's just been more and more interest so now when I mentioned the term positive psychology they would at least have heard of it yes yes 
and be able to give me yeah some indication what it's all about. Yes, like like what you have mentioned because I myself I'm a parent, I have an mm. eight year old daughter, and um because uh previously I was um sharing with you like what I met one of the students which are mm. us. So basically from there I know about uh positive education, positive psychology, and now mm. I met the person who basically like uh, the mm. teacher the teacher and um. Something that, that I, I learned from it is because if you because of the upbringing of our children, if you start them with positive uh, psychology or positive mindset, basically mm-hmm. they will grow up to be uh, more optimistic about the future, about the things yes. that they are learning and mm-hmm. uh, whatever, maybe English, Chinese, things that are difficult to them, they will, mm-hmm. uh, they will have a bad, better positive mindset towards it rather compared to um, the, the students who do not have. And, and that's where we it comes um, to our topic of the day, mm-hmm. which is how does positivity help mothers in parenting and entrepreneurship? Let's start mm-hmm. with um, in mothers in parenting. So how does uh, positive um, education comes in in parenting? You can yeah, share well, some examples. Yeah, sure. You know, I, I always, you know, I, I do some parenting class. I do a lot of parenting mm. workshops and classes. And over the last seven years, I've come up with three key areas in which I think positive psychology mm. can really impact. And the first mm. one is in the self. In the so self. the parent themselves. Mm. Um, then the second one is the environment. Mm-mm. How do you set up a positive environment, which is at home or even when you're outside with your children, so that mm. that environment continues to nurture the kids. Mm. And then the last one, what are the tools you use? Tools. What are the actual strategies that you use that are informed by the research of positive psychology? Mm. So if you put it together, it's SET. Mm. Yeah. So I really believe our set. role as yeah, set our role as parents is to set them up for a thriving life. Wow you know, and we start as early as possible. Mm. So an example for the self is like, you know, one of the things in positive psychology is, is we, we share a lot about mindfulness and being mm. present without mm. judgment. And, and, you know, feelings come, feelings go, but mm. all we need to do is just stay present. And I find that as a parent, that has been really, really, really important for me. Mm. You know, in the past, if I didn't know about positive psychology, I would take a very reactive approach, mm. right? Like the child, say, literally spills a glass of milk, <laughs> right? You know, the typical. And if, if, if we are reactive instead of being present and, you know, um, just being objective and observing, then we would react. Hey, why are you so careless? Why <laughs> you drop the milk? You mean you don't know how to hold a glass, man? Yes. Right? Reactive. Which is like what I hear very often. Yes. Uh, whereas when, when you know that you can be objective mm. and you can be present, then you will maybe stop first, mm. see what's happening, you mm. observe, yep. you know, then you, you really have to look at the child's reaction. What were they doing? Mm. And then you check in with yourself. Are you angry because of your own standards? <laughs> or are you angry because, like I've told you many times, you still can't do it. You need mm. to at least understand why your emotions are the way they are. Yeah. And all this is done really quickly and it comes mm. to practice. Yeah. But because of, what I share with the parents, you know, just pause. Sometimes mm. it's a magic button, you know. Yeah. Don't react first now, you know. Take a deep breath. Mm. The child is only three. Mm. It's not 30, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, and then if you spill a glass of milk, then ask yourself, how can you choose your response in that mm. space that you have now taken a deep breath and you're mm. calmer? Can you now choose your response? Mm. And very often we can. Yes. Yes. And then... You know, how would your child react if you 
scold him over a glass of milk mm. and you also scold him over not being able to cross the road. It's the same, <laughs> you know. They wouldn't understand what's the difference. Yes. Yeah, so that's for the self. Mm. And then for the environment, I think it's, you know, focusing on what the child can do well mm. instead of what the child cannot do. So it's right? like Remember that focusing that, on their strengths and all that. Yes. Yeah, because let's say the child is not able to keep his room clean. Mm. And you every day you say, why you cannot tidy your room? Why your room so messy? <laughs> you see, everywhere you drop your things, now I have to be your slave and clean up after you. Uh, then what the child actually hears in his environment is mm. this, all this. You know, and after a while, he will start to build a story. My parents mm. don't think I can keep my room clean. So mm. if they think that this is the story you have based on your the environment you're creating in terms of your language mm. and your approach, then they'll say, since they already think that, then I might as well just do it. Lah. They already <laughs> think I'm like that, right? Yeah, yeah, and this is the psychology <laughs> and they will still be like that. So the more we focus on the weaknesses, the weaknesses actually become bigger. Mm. And it's the same for strengths. If you focus on, hey, wow, I'm so glad that you put back your books on the shelf mm. today. You know, I could actually see you making effort to spend 10 minutes to do that. Yep. Thank you so much. You know, when your room is neat and tidy, I feel like when I look at your room, it's, you know, I, I'm happy, you know, mm. and I can, I can really spend time with you in your room instead of nagging you. Mm. We can spend time reading a book together. Isn't that fantastic? Yeah. Wow. And that That's a med- drastic change. <laughs> yeah. But of course, you know, you don't shift immediately, mm. but, Imagine if that is the environment and that's the language your child is hearing. They would want to tidy their room. Yep. They would want to spend time with you. Mm. right? They would want to, to, to feel good about themselves. So when you focus on the strength, you are doing a lot of things. Mm. Yeah, You're yes. making them feel confident about their own abilities. You're conveying that you trust them. Yes. And you're strengthening that relationship, which is, becomes the bedrock when they become a teenager. You, know, you need that mm. relationship. Yeah, and then the last one is the T, right? The tools. Yes, the tools. So what are the tools you use? So one of the tools that I always advocate with, with parents is to um, encourage your child and you to do this together, mm. which is to you know, recall three things that went well mm. um, every day. So mm. when your child comes back from school, yep. um, instead of saying, how was your day? Because how was your day? Your child don't know which part <laughs> of your day you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. you know what yeah. they were doing in their mind? They were scanned. In the morning, I was scolded by teacher. <laughs> <laughs> then I went for recess. Then I got homework. Then I come back. They don't know. Then, you know what's the typical response? Like that. Lo. Yeah, lo. Okay. Lo. Okay. Lo. Whatever. Lo. <laughs> then the parent get frustrated. Why you say whatever to me? I don't know what's whatever. And then it gets into this, you know. Yes. Yeah, but maybe the question we can ask is what went well today? Mm. Tell me something good more about specific, your More specific, right? Yeah, more specific. And focus on the things that went well. Mm. Yeah, and so this, this simple question is based on the research of gratitude. Mm, that yes. if we can, you know, tune our children ourselves to look for the things that went well, mm. then they now see that there's so much in their life. Mm, yes. You know, instead the of focusing on uh, positive things. Yeah. Otherwise they themselves come back and I got scolded, <laughs> uh, the recess food not nice, <laughs> I got homework. La. Then this is their whole day, you know. Yeah. And yeah. And, they, and and they keep telling you this kind of negative things and make <laughs> make it something that they will keep on focusing yeah which, which over over the long period of time it, they may be becoming more and more negative yeah which is which is yeah. something that that um you point out but but i i guess everything starts from the parent themselves right like that's where you talk about the self yes. because um like you was you you were mentioning about the reactive part where mm-hmm. something happened we react 
accordingly. And I, I see that it, it, like like when I when I look at my own example, it's more mm. of a habit or more yes. of something that is subconsciously like like how my, my parents treat me, how my parents react. And it became like like now when I'm a parent, I basically behave like my parents towards yes. my, my children. So how how does how does we uh, how do we overcome it? Because it seems to be a, like a pattern. And mm. to, to incorporate that, you have to be more mindful about uh, your doings and on, mm. on how you react. So how do you address that? For, for mm. Yeah, so there are a few ways. One thing I really encourage parents is to take some time. Mm. You know, as you said, time is our most precious commodity. We can yeah. either spend it filling our calendars and packing our days, or we can spend it creating space for ourselves mm. to, to be with ourselves and reflect. And even mm. if you, you and your spouse talk together, it's even better. Mm. But sometimes on our own, we also need to ask ourselves, like that particular example of the milk, we need to yeah. ask ourselves in that 10 minutes, say for at the end of the mm. day, did I react because of expectations that I set for her mm. or him or my mm. child? And then the next question you need to ask then is what are the expectations I had for him or her when she first landed mm. in front of me? We had no expectations for this baby when they came yes. up, really. But we built it, as you say, over years of mm. being a child ourselves, what society yes. expects of us. Mm. So, but in that space, we then need to ask ourselves, hey, you know, is this really the kind of parent that I want to be? Mm. So these are the deeper questions that if we don't have time, we never think of. Yes. And because we never think of them, we just react so quickly. Yes. And we get swayed by, you know, mother's mother, our own mother telling mm. us, <laughs> our in-laws telling us, society say, no, your child must be disciplined like this. And because we don't have this stability within mm. us, then we tend to be reactive. Yeah. But if we know that, okay, what I want for my child to learn from this filmic incident mm. is not that not to do it again, but maybe mm. it's to to you know, be, be careful about how much how full your glass is to just mm. be do things a little bit more intentionally. Maybe yeah. that is our goal. But if we don't even know what our goal is, then how do we know how to teach them? How do yes. we know how to guide them? Yes. So that's one thing, which is like spend time with yourself mm. and do a bit of reflection every day. Mm. Um, then the, the other thing that I think <laughs> it really, really helps in, in you know, work managing that transition and helping mm. our, our ourselves mm. is to remember that our kids are are learning. Mm. Yeah, you know, they are, they are learning and, and if we just marvel mm. at the fact that they have come so far, yeah, you know, then why are we getting so 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 easily edged up with mm. them or angry with them in that particular moment. Correct, correct. Yeah. Like like when you mentioned about the self-reflection and that is something that I also want to um share it with a lot of um those who are watching, watching mm. this show. Because uh sometimes it we got so carried away with our daily lives, with our job, everything we just being reactive. Our boss tells mm. us to do this, we do this. That we do not have a lot of time for ourselves just to digest whatever that we are doing we just follow uh, follow blindly uh, whatever things that we're doing even at the at the point when we are back mm. at home with our children when our children just want want some time of our of our own <laughs> we just we just throw tempo on them why why i just need a rest after a long day so it, it's being reactive but if you think on the other hand 
the child has not seen the daddy mommy for the whole day. Yes. Especially right. after school, they with with their care care uh, caregiver and and or maybe the with the domestic helper. They have not seen mm. the parent, and all they need is they are so excited to see the parent. But because us as parents, we 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 had a long day after work. We're so tired, so exhausted mentally, physically. But the child just wants some time of from us. They say, hey, daddy, mommy is back. But sometimes we became so reactive that we just mm. throw our temper on them and we felt mm. guilty after after they <laughs> went, went to bed because they, they need to go to school the next day. But do you realize that what is that that short span of, of, of negativity or short span of maybe temper being thrown on them? Is so they are so innocent. They're just children and and that may grow in them that daddy mommy don't love me. But in yes. fact we love them a lot, just that we are not in the state of mind after the long day and what yeah. what Shan has mentioned is uh, something that we need to do as parents we are adults we have need some time for our own to reflect what are the things that we have done and because yeah. uh, you also mentioned something that when we focus on positive things uh, focus on the good things that happen well yeah. uh, gradually our mind focus on it and it expand on the, uh, on the positive side rather than keep on focusing ah my boss today just scolded at me for not performing mm. well we shouldn't look at that we should look at that oh today i have a good great meal uh i'm able to finish all my tasks today and things like that as parents we should uh, start as showing example right good example by us focusing on the positive side yeah and, and i think even if let's say right you know mm. we have had the worst day possible <laughs> and no you come back and your child's like mommy mommy i want you i want you you know, that, that deep breath, that space comes mm. into play again because that's when we can literally take a deep breath, mm. pause and see, this is a child, like you said, who wants to spend time with me. Mm. But if let's say you are maxed out beyond your eyebrows already, yeah. you can still use your words to communicate mm. and say, hey, you know, whatever your daughter, if it's my daughter's with Sherry, you know, mommy's had a really bad day at work. Yeah, my boss did this and, you know, I haven't even had anything to eat all day. I'm mm. so hungry. I'm so tired. And all I need is a shower. Would it be okay that I give you a hug right now? Mm. Because I love you. I miss you. But can you give me like 10 minutes to go shower? You mm. know, sometimes we think that we need to follow their, their cue all the time. Mm. But we can have choices. And yes. we got to believe that we have that choice to ask them. Yes. And we express our love for them and, you know, and say, I just need, it's maybe it's not even 10 minutes, like five minutes mm. to wash my face, get out of my work clothes and switch <laughs> yes. the role, right? Yes. Yeah, and sometimes we think our kids won't understand. Actually, children who are very young, if we nurture it from the young age, mm. they understand, they, yes. they have empathy as well. Yes, yes. Yeah, and so we say, you know, after this, then we will, you know, do your favorite activity mm. and yeah. I can read to you and I'll be happier and stuff. And mm. they get very excited about the after. Yes, yes. You know? Yes. Yeah, but if, as you said, if we come back, blah, 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 then they won't even want to read with you after yes. that. Yeah, so yeah. Which is, which, is a good, uh, which is a good example that you state, like we take a breather, Mm. We attend and we just tell them that we need all this thing. Uh, because once you once you have a bath and all that, you change the state of mind. Yes. So That's at least right. you are in a better state of mind. Then you attend to them, and they will feel that it's more positive rather than you tell them like in loud uh, loud voices and stuff like that. And which is a very good example. So mm. how how does uh positive education comes into um, being entrepreneur like like example for you you run your own business now mm. so in businesses we always have frustration with yes. with our clients with a lot of things that's around us and when things are not going 
the right way, we get frustrated also because a lot of things are not out uh, of our control. So how yes. does it? How how can we apply positive uh, education or positivity into our uh, business? Yeah, so I mean, I can I can share with you a real classic example. <laughs> I remember, like in the first, I think it was the second year of my business, mm. so things were moving along pretty well, and then uh, I remember that I had to, uh, you know, follow up with some clients. But on Monday morning, when I open up my mm. my email, mm-hmm. suddenly I had like four emails, and all four emails were saying like, "Oh, sorry." Uh, we can't do the project anymore because we ran out of funding. Oh, sorry. Uh, we postponed to next year. You know, it was like four same type of emails which yes. amounted to maybe 20, 30k kind of revenue. <laughs> yes. And then you, you, it's a Monday morning. You think like, <laughs> oh yeah, you know, it's start of the week. And then, yeah, I remember for that moment, I was like, oh no. You know, and sometimes we are so hardwired and so programmed that the immediate thoughts that come mm. into your mind is, this is it, man. There goes my business. I'm not cut out for it. Everybody told me that this is not going to make it. Nobody's interested in positive psychology. You know, all this, you know, you get all this automated. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it was then that I said, you know, I've got to go back to what my goal is. Yeah. And what is my goal and what is my mission? Mm. And and maybe they are saying they didn't say a flat no. Mm. It was, you know, really take perspective from that. Yes. It was just like it's not the right timing. Yes. We'll get back to you. Mm. Um, so I said, you know, I have this goal, which is I want to impact people. I mm. want to share with people about positive psychology. So mm. what is the best way that I can get to this goal? And yes. again, this is based on, on positive side research that mm. you know we need to have a goal, then we need to come up with pathways. Mm. Yeah. So if one pathway, all four pathways now are short. Mm. It doesn't mean I can't create new pathways. Yes. Yeah. So I went to my cupboard, took out a stack of name cards, mm. and I said, Never mind, I'm just going to take this stack of name cards and write 20 emails from 20 name cards, <laughs> you know, like cold calling, and yes. just like, Hey, hi, oh, we met at this networking. Hey, how are you? You know, would you like me up for a cup of coffee? Do mm. you want to do this? Have a call? And then I sent out 20 emails mm. in that one day because. I take action, right? Yes. Uh, and then fun, it's interesting, by 5 p.m. that day, I had mm. four or five emails come back to me mm. to either meet up for a coffee wow. or say, hey, yes, let's arrange something. Let's, you know, let's collaborate on doing this. And suddenly, I felt like, yeah, I just worked myself out of that hole because I knew about the science mm. that I can create these new pathways. It's not a full stop. Yes. And it's within my control to do so. Wow. So, yeah, I had new connections. Had, mm. After that, I you know, went on to make up <laughs> The money that I had actually lost. Hmm. Yeah. In fact, you, so, you 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 turn it over and you have more drive. And in fact, I, I believe you also get more than that 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 four um jobs that you have lost because you yeah. you was because you, you just flip it and you you went for more contacts. You went to co call even more because mm. of that that mindset uh, mindset switch. Am I right to say that? Yeah, yeah. Because otherwise, we could focus on like us, and then you you spend the whole day. <laughs> Moping, <laughs> or maybe even the whole week, right? <laughs> yes, and 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 you just touched on a very very strong point because today is Monday, and a lot of people are going to work, especially parents after a long um week of uh, September school holidays. A lot of parents are ah oh, dragging myself, and some of my friends like saying oh it's Monday blues. So how? So maybe uh you can share like to to generic to to most people out there. How do how how do you start your Monday, or how how can they start their Monday positively? Yeah, so actually every morning I have a morning routine mm. uh, and I find that it's the morning routine that has really helped me set the stage for the rest of my day. So wow. even if like a mom is up breastfeeding and you're so tired, you still have to go to work the next day, how you wake up doesn't mean how your day is going to be. Mm. That's what I truly feel and you can set a routine in place to switch 
your your day and you know decide so morning i will wake up because after my kids and i always recommend mm. to do this morning routine once you have a block of time that's a bit more uninterrupted mm-hmm. so if your kids are dashing about you're getting ready for so that's not a good time to do it yes. because then you are frazzled you feel very exhausted mm. that thought cannot even come into your mind yes. but let's say you're settling down at the office or like for myself i work from home and what i will do is number one i will uh you know do my my meditation Mm-mm. which is to just be silent for about three to five minutes mm. and meditation doesn't have to be fancy it's just mm-hmm. really being still taking a deep breath centering yourself you know then I do some exercise mm. so again it doesn't have to be fancy it could just be like stretching or mm. yoga or seven minute workout you know for those who are more energetic because mm. it's save time Yes. Um, and then after I shower, then my mind is clear. My body feels good. Mm. I've taken my I have taken my breakfast. Mm. Um, then I will take out a piece of paper and I like to recycle. So you can see I use old <laughs> envelopes. Yes. And then I will write down, hey, what is my goal for today? Mm. What is my intention for today? Mm-hmm. And that what that does is it gives me uh, a goal for the mm. day. And I can look at my day yes. and then set the intention. Mm. You know what I mean? Yes. So sometimes we think that every day must be the same, you know. But actually, every day is different when we're yes, human beings. Right. So I say, like today, you know, uh, my intention is to you know have fun with you on the show. Yes, yeah. You know, yeah, right. And then yes. you know go and then have a have a good time with my daughter when mm. they come back from school. So maybe yes. I have this this big goal, and then I will put down the the nitty gritty. Yes. Right. So step one, I you know one, I need to do this. Number two, mm. I need to do this. So then, and I try not to put more than five things on my to do list, or even okay. three sometimes wow. because we get overwhelmed when yes. we see the list. <laughs> yes. Why not we put three and then we smash it out of the park, mm. do all three <laughs> before the kids come home from school or yes. before lunch. Yes. Then we feel like, wow, we have, wow. you know, we yes. have we have done Achieve something. something yeah. Yes, then we can set another two or another three. You know? Wow, wow. So, that, that's a very good um, tips for, for those who are starting their Mondays, especially the start of the week. Uh, or some yeah. have just got back from holiday. They need mm. to get an engine starting. And how... What, how uh, how long do you think that they, they should uh, park aside? Like maybe 10, 20 minutes on, on that? that on all yeah, the I, yeah, so for me, I take about 15 to 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really abbreviated version. La. I mean, sometimes <laughs> I take half an hour, 45 mm-hmm. minutes if I have time. Mm-hmm. But I think that even just doing that uh, helps me start my day well, you know. Mm-hmm. And the last thing I would say to them is that think about the emotion mm-hmm. you want to have. Throughout the day. Because... The brain is a very powerful machine. Yes, yes. We can either let people dump their emotions, <laughs> negativity yes. on us, or we can be the light, you know, and say, I want to feel uh, happy today. Or yes. I want to feel peaceful today. You yes, know, I want to feel excited today. I want to feel yes. inspired today. Yes. Then your brain somehow does the magic yes, by yes. closing the loop for you mm. as you go out your day. You block out all on, the... <laughs> yeah, you know, you, you are wearing glasses, right? So yeah. it's like you're putting on this lens now, right? Yes, yes. I want to feel peace today. So mm. you will be led mm. towards finding the peaceful situations in your life. But if you don't even set the intention, mm. then, you're, you know... Just let them come in as, yeah. as and when. Your boss say this and your friend suddenly <laughs> cancel lunch. You, you know... Uh, yes. your kid come home crying or you know but once you set the intention mm. then you say your kid come home crying say oh what is my intention how can i help her to calm down and we can yes. have a peaceful afternoon so your action starts to change yes See? yes that, that, that yeah. that's a very good uh something that you shared very valuable and mm. um now time really flies and i really want to <laughs> want uh want, want Shan to really share more on, on uh how to 
think positive or even um to have a positive mindset. And um last but not least, um before we end the show, um mm-hmm. that's like, like I mentioned, there's always a tradition, mm-hmm. uh, which is the question of the day. So Shan, you have uh the, the, the chance to um to share with us uh what is your question of the day? And this question of the day will be posted to those who are watching the show, mm. especially those who are watching replay. And also this question will be posted to the next guest. And uh are you ready with your question of the day, Shan? Yes, my question <laughs> of the day is uh is what is your parenting vision? What is your wow? Parenting vision. Yes. Oh, I mean, if you it. want it to, yeah. <laughs> I, I focus on parenting because mm. I think that most of people listening would be parents. Yes. And sometimes we create life visions. Mm. But the subset of that is what is the kind of parent you want to be? Mm. Right? Wow. And most parents, when I ask, they are not sure. Mm. Or they have never been asked this question. So I yeah. thought it was an interesting question. Quite, quite. It's interesting yeah. because uh, even for myself, I, I'm starting to think about it mm. yeah it's, it's a very very good question and <laughs> and really thanks uh thanks Shayan for coming on live i really appreciate uh you making time and also you, uh, I, I would really want to invite you again in the, the later episodes because there's so sure. much um value that you can you can bring in and also to share it to a lot of mothers who are watching and yeah. also for those a lot of audiences um who are watching if even you are not a mom just coming in to listen. I believe mm. you have gained something and, and has some values from uh, today's show, especially mm. from Sharon. And also, uh, last but not least, Sharon, any last advice for those uh, mummies that is sitting on the fences that they want to start start their own business or start into the entrepreneurship? Any last advice for them? Yes, I think that if you are sitting on the fence or you're thinking about starting your own business, one thing you, you have to ask yourself is why? You know, um, start with the why. Because I think when you are driven with the why, um, the how and the what and all the other questions can fall into place. Mm. You know, as, yeah. a, as, a, as an entrepreneur, if you only start with the how mm. and you're not sure what's the why, then when you go through dips, um, yes. you, you will, you know, even if the how, you don't even know if the how is going to add to your why. Mm. And you'll feel frustrated because it's not something that you feel inside here. Yes. And it's just, you know, either about money or about whatever it is. Mm. So yeah, start with the why. Really get clear on on, on that Mm-mm. so that you have something that you can fall back on. Yes, yes. That, that's, mm-hmm. a, that, that's a very good advice. And uh, the stronger your why, um, the the fastest, the how, and, and all the hows or, or how do you go and do it, it does not matter. Because the, mm. the, the why, what hurts you more and um, it will drive you to, especially when you see at the dips and at the downs, uh, especially when th- things are getting tougher and mm. that, that uh, your why will help you to bring, uh, will, will bring you um, through the storms and also all the, all the difficulties and the challenges that you face in your entrepreneurship. And um, I'm really thankful for Shan mm. uh, once again and thanks thank for coming you, online. Thank you. And thanks for those who are watching. And, thanks everybody. Um, it was fun. Yes. Yeah. Last but not least, uh, Kenneth signing off together with Cheyenne. Thank you for watching Mother Industrial Live Show, and we will see you in the next episode. Thank you. Bye, Bye everybody. Bye, Bye Kenneth. Thanks. Bye, everyone. Thank you.